The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, humans. I'm God. With me today in the studio is the Archangel Gabriel. Say hello, Gabriel. Hello, God. It's great to be back. My guest today is the podcaster known as A.G., who heads up the famous podcast, Muller She Wrote. Hello, A.G. Welcome to The God Show. Hello. Wow. Thank you, God. It's great to be here. And I think it's a wonderful that you have the Archangel Gabriel as your engineer. That's really great. Thank you. Yeah, Gabriel does engineering, and he also uh, provides background laughter. And <laughs> if I if I need to calm down, Gabriel will will keep me on point with that. Sometimes I sometimes I get hangry. <laughs> Understandable. Okay, well, let's get started. The Mueller report. Ag, you you are an expert on the Mueller report. Is that right? Uh, as much as one can be. Yes. Right. So, please tell my listeners more about your podcast, Mueller. She wrote. How long have you been doing it? Uh, sure. We started the podcast the day that the first indictments dropped back at the very end of October in 2017. We set up a microphone in our kitchen and just went from there. I really wanted to be part of this in a media way, so we figured podcasting was the easiest way to do it. And so here we are, 23 months later. Wow. 23 months later. How many listeners do you now have? Uh, we have an audience of about a quarter of a million people. Whoa. Wow. Well, hello, quarter of a million people. Uh, <laughs> thanks for checking in on The God Show. We are about, I think, 10,000, maybe. But uh, I just started a month ago, so <clears throat> we'll get there. Uh, are you still in works for a TV show? I heard you might have a TV show. Well, we're trying to put together uh, a visual documentary of what's in the Mueller report just to get more eyes and ears on, you know, what's what's inside. So that's all in development. Don't know where it's going to end up, though. Right. Uh, part of the problem is that the information is there, but who wants to read? <laughs> it's, a, it's a really long, beefy report. Um for there being no collusion and no obstruction. There's a lot of it in there. So it, it, I can understand if people have jobs or multiple jobs or families that it can be hard to, to dive in and read a 450-page legal report. Did you read it the moment it was released? Yes. Yes, I did. And have you read it multiple times? Do you have all the copies of it that have been printed and available at Barnes & Noble? <laughs> I do have the uh, Washington Post uh, version from... Amazon. I have the Audible version, and I've got a couple of different searchable PDFs, and I've read it multiple times. And now we're going through it uh, page by page uh, on our show in a separate series on the main feed just called The Mueller Report. It's probably going to end up being like a 15-part series because it's so big, but we're trying to provide context and maybe give you some hints about what's under those redaction bars and tell some jokes and swear a little bit on, along the way. But in a word, beefy. Beefy. I heard you go on tour. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we do. We go out and do uh, live pods in, in major cities. We've got 
Philly coming up July 17th and San Francisco, August 30th, Chicago, July 27th. And then next weekend, uh, the 14th of June, we'll be in Minneapolis with Richard Painter. So it should be a lot of fun. Wow. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Going out and meeting our patrons and our listeners uh, is just one of the most extraordinary things, greatest honors of my life. This community that we've created of resistors and you know supporters is just absolutely one of the coolest groups of people you'll ever meet. Yeah, I'd like to go to one of your shows. Oh, I thought you were at all of them. Oh, yes, in spirit. <laughs> uh, the Holy Spirit goes to all of them. I, I actually, you know, we're thinking of starting a tour ourselves. Jesus and I might go on tour across the world. So sounds like fun. We'll destroy hotel rooms, uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Is the Holy Ghost kind of doing a solo, his own solo career right now? Well... He's everywhere at once. He does a lot of the dirty work. <laughs> Makes sense. So that I can relax. And uh, so what has the reaction been like to your podcast? I mean, I, I know from experience that uh, many people are, um, what is the word for it? Uh, batshit insane. <laughs> yes, that's true. I've been on, on the internets and uh, I, I personally have gotten a lot of threats and uh, crazy things from people who can't spell. Have you faced backlash or threats yourself for your reporting on the Mueller report? Uh, a little bit. And they're all, they all, like you say, they all have a lot of spelling and grammar errors. And so, you know, you can usually tell right away if somebody, you know, what cloth they're cut from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but mostly it's just been overwhelming support. Uh, we, we usually only hear the good stuff. But every once in a while, you will get that right wing nut job that uh, still thinks that Trump didn't obstruct justice. And the question I often find is, how do you know they're real? These existential questions I deal with all the time. How do people know I'm real? Mm. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of bots, and uh, but it's sometimes I find it hard to believe that humans really are this stupid, but they are. Yeah, they are. They are, and there are a lot of clues, and you can drop some questions to get some hints about some things. Uh, but you can tell if someone's a, a Russian troll or a bot. First of all, their their Twitter handle usually has a long string of numbers in it, or they don't have a picture, or they have a picture of a dog or something. It's those dogs. You know, everybody thinks you can trust a dog, and then they get used by the Russians. They do. They get co-opted. Uh, and then also, <laughs> sometimes um, if they have like a low number of followers, like usually less than 75 followers, uh, you can also tell kind of when by when they created their account, if it was cre uh, created after 2015. But a lot of people create accounts after 2015. But then if you, you know, you make baseball references to them or, or something like that, that they just can't, you know, that just just not in their vernacular and they don't know how to respond. That's a good clue, too. That's really cool. That's uh, that's old school. <laughs> you give them the deep cut references and see how they respond. So um, just for a moment, let's do an exercise. Please explain the Mueller report to me like I'm five years old. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, it's a big book and it comes in two parts. And the first part is collusion and the second part is obstruction. And each part lays out all the different ways that Trump and his campaign conspired with the Russians. And then the second part shows you all the ways that he obstructed justice, tried to cover up the investigation. And it's all laid out there in black and white uh, for anyone who wants to to check it out. And if you want, you know, more detail about what those obstruction counts are or what the different contacts between the Trump campaign and Russia were, then, you know, I would just recommend that you 
you know, either check out the Audible audiobook or, or you know, listen to our, our series on it. Okay. So from what I'm hearing, it's a big book split into two parts. That, uh, that sounds a lot like the Bible. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. I, uh, I actually saw an excellent tweet the other day that referenced this. It was by uh, at Middle Age Riot, and it said, The Mueller Report is like the Bible. Republicans have never read it, but still pretend to know what it says. <laughs> Fucking A. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of uh, responses a lot like that, where I put out a tweet saying, I can't believe... There are uh, this, you know, this group of people digging their heels in and arguing about something they've never even read. <laughs> and, you know, of course, I must have gotten at least a thousand tweets back saying, hmm, reminds me of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your explanation was good, but um, still a little too complex. There were some big words in there. Is there a way to explain it to me like I'm three? Uh, Trump is a bad man and he broke the law and he lied about it. Hmm. So, is he going to prison then, Mommy? Not until 2021. <laughs> ah, okay. If we can manage to overcome the cheating and the Russian interference that's going to happen in 2020 and get him out of office, he will likely be arrested then. I didn't understand any of those words, but bad men should go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were that simple. <laughs> it should be that simple. Everyone has watched Trump obstruct justice for the last two and a half years, every single day, out in the open. I mean, he fired the FBI director for investigating him. And then a day later, he laughed about it with the head of Russia's spy intelligence service in the Oval Office. A day later. And he bragged, he bragged to the Russians in the Oval Office that the Russia investigation was over. That was, that was what, almost two years ago now? Yeah. And he, he said that Putin said he didn't do it, and he believed him at the infamous Helsinki conference. And the, the list of things he has done is truly endless. Uh, he, he does things every single day on a near-constant basis. He's totally obsessed with the Mueller investigation, and he's totally obsessed with getting away with his crimes. He seems very conscious of his guilt. How is this allowed to go on? The president of the United States is clearly a criminal and uh, seemingly a traitor to his country. Is American democracy a joke? Uh, no, I think it just it seems like it is because it takes a really long time to get anything done. And I, you know, I, I know you understand timelines and a lot of people are like, God, why didn't you give me that job last week? I really needed it. And you have to be, well, you know, things happen in on God's timeline, not your timeline. And so maybe if we look at it that way. That's true. I am. I am pretty slow. <laughs> I apologize for that, humans. I. God's time, God's justice. Uh, it's apparently the human justice is also very slow. But, you know, I, I'm watching just like everyone else. And uh, it sure isn't like the movies where the FBI busts in and arrests the criminal. I mean, 34 people were indicted as part of the Mueller investigation, but not Trump. Why? Well, there's a, an old memo in the Department of Justice it's a it's an opinion by Office of Legal Counsel that says a sitting president can't be indicted. That's bullshit. A memo? That's not a rule. <laughs> it's not written in stone or anything. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> written on a stone tablet. Maybe it was on the tablet that Moses dropped. <laughs> oh, my. 
Anyway, moving on. What would you say to some who who may even be uh, liberal or progressive? What would you say to those on the left who are who have been cynical about the Mueller investigation and uh, you know hoping for the FBI to swoop in and save the day? You know, many people say, "Well, nothing will ever happen to these criminals." What would you say to them? Just uh, be patient, I guess, is the best thing I can do. Maybe take a look at the timeline from uh, Watergate because uh, we started the, you know, that Watergate uh, investigation in the Congress and then he was reelected. And I think it was almost over three years. Uh, It took a year before even the first Republican uh, or the Republicans got on board. And and, uh, we already have one. We have Justin Amash. We got one. We got one. (laughs) It just takes forever, man. You know, and that's that's the. The, uh, there's benefits to the government working at such a slow pace, and there's also downsides, and this is one of the downsides. Mm, mm, it does seem to take a long time, uh, but we got one, so that's nice. <laughs> we got that going for us. Uh, so what would you say to skeptical Republicans who think this is all fake news, Russian hoax, presidential harassment, witch hunt, blah, 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 blah? Uh, I usually just don't even spend any time talking to them. That's usually they represent less than a third of the country, and I'm I'm just I've I'm leaving them behind. Bye. <laughs> yeah. If if there are any of you uh, Republicans that believe the president is innocent and nothing happened here, please read the Mueller report. At least the part that says if if the president were innocent, we would have said so. Hmm. Right. What was he trying to say with that? I know, it's tricky, it's tricky. So, why is it so hard for humans to learn the truth? I, uh, I actually, speaking of, uh, Justin Amash, I recently saw a video of Republican at his recent town hall. I I think he got a standing ovation. But afterwards, they interviewed a lady, a Republican, who was just shocked to learn that Trump had done anything wrong. She thought the report had exonerated him. In fact, she she admitted that she exclusively watches Fox News and hadn't heard anything bad about the report. Why is it so easy for humans to be tricked, but so hard to convince them that they've been tricked? Well, uh, there's a thing called confirmation bias, which is deeply ingrained in our psyches that disallows us from taking in any facts that may disprove something that we feel strongly about. Uh, It's just a human condition. You made us. It's your fault. Damn it. You're right. (laughs) Fuck. I knew that was going to come up. And then, uh, of course, there's what you were just mentioning. uh, That woman who was at the Justin Amash rally, she listens to her politicians and listens to who's in charge. And so when Barr buried the report, didn't make it public for a month, came out, wrote a letter, wrote another letter, did a press conference telling everyone that Trump was innocent and that it exonerated the president. That's what everyone listened to. And and if you listen to Fox News, you're not going to hear any fact checking on that. So they just live in a in a bubble. And so when you combine that bubble and the lack of information, because the Republicans want an idiot electorate, it's really the best way for them. So if you if you end up in that bubble and you also have that really strong confirmation bias when facts do present themselves that are you know have a, a cognitive dissonance with what your beliefs are it's it, you you tend to throw those facts out and stick with your feelings well said ag they really do he he he's even said that he loves the poorly educated 
Who else is he going to trick except idiots? Yeah, anybody who puts Betsy DeVos in charge of schools is not really big on educating the public. Mm. Oh, and that, that William Barr, what a piece of shit. Yep, wow. yep, yep. They seem to have an endless supply of pieces of shit that they can pull out from the past, dust off, and give a job. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Speaking of idiots, is Trumpism a cult? I think so, God. I think it is. Because they use the same tactics that cults use to get members. Uh, they use the same debate tactics to try to debate others. Can you expand? Uh, what, what kind of tactics are those? Uh, you know the, the the idiot tactics that they, you've. I'm sure you've had a debate here or here or there with a with a with a Trump supporter. It's so idiotic. It's hard for any smart person to even explain or understand. I hear you. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> I, I I I see that it is a cult, and that's why I like to cover this issue. Is I like to focus on religion and cults and uh, criticizing the hypocrites and charlatans and televangelists. And Trump really is a sort of televangelist. He uh, uses everything to try and raise money, uh, whether that's selling coins or uh, trying to get people to stay at his hotels. And he, he really is the golden calf. Uh, they worship this monster. Is monster too strong a word? I don't think so, considering uh, what, 20 women uh, have come forward about sexual assault? That right there, monster. Yes, I have to be careful with my words as God, but he really is a huge fucking piece of shit. And I, I fear that it will go from cult status to a religion at some point. I mean, they recently started a national day of prayer for Trump. That's amazing. How do you feel about that, God? I, uh, I mean, I, I go between laughing my ass off and just being furious because, I, I mean, I'm not listening to any of those prayers in general. I like to outsource prayer review, but um, why do they think that I would change my mind? And why do they think that he needs prayer? It's almost as if they're saying he's really up shit's creek. It's, it's kind of admitting that he's fucked, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I think it's also part of that cult thing that you were talking about to sort of maintain right. that. Because, I mean, these are folks who feel like they've been left behind because they hate gay people and they hate people of color and they don't want to make cakes for lesbians. And so they feel that the, the country, which is becoming more brown and more, you know, and, and more accepting of, of all people and all disenfranchised uh, folks, groups of folks, they're feeling left behind. And when you're feeling left behind, you're specifically emotionally vulnerable. These kind of dictators, autocrats and assholes can swoop in and tell you, you're great. You're the best. They're the others. They're the aliens. They're the vermin. They're the animals. You guys are the best. And then that is how you get them and keep them. I mean, that's a, one of those cult tactics we were telling you about, you know, I was talking about earlier. Right. They, they exploit bigotry and fear and ignorance. Yes. And it makes me sick. <sighs> so uh, speaking of cults uh, and Trumpism, uh, there's also this QAnon, QAnon? <laughs> uh, that sounds like the name of a hell demon. What is that? <laughs> I thought it sounded like a feminine product myself, but... <laughs> ah. Yeah, these are people who actually believe they're they're a conspiracy theorist, cult-minded type of a group of folks who actually believe that like all of the spelling and grammar errors in Trump's tweets are code. 
uh, to them, very highly intelligent, thought out, well thought out spelling errors that are, you know, this sophisticated code uh, for, for, you know, the, the, the insiders. And, you know, they, they, there are people who spend their days trying to crack the code of his errors. It's hilarious. When being a Trump supporter isn't crazy enough, <laughs> try new QAnon. Yeah, they're pretty wacky. They're pretty out there. Is there a level beyond QAnon? Because that's got to be getting old at this point. I mean, lame. Uh, I don't know. I have, I, if they, maybe there is, but they're so secret. Maybe we should start it. Yeah, <laughs> we should start it for sure. There's, there's, we'll talk after this. We'll start, uh, what comes after Q? Well, no. Uh, how about Z? We'll start Z. Z-Anon. Z-Anon. Yeah. And it's just so crazy, they're now liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, I was it. gonna say, do you really want something worse than QAnon, God? I don't think that's they're they're deep, deep Trump supporters. They're so deep. <laughs> they're now super progressive. <laughs> so now that he's resigned from public life, what do you think Robert Swan Muller's average day is like now? What is he mullering it over? <laughs> I think he just wakes up every day and goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> I think that's Rick. That's his day. That's his morning. And then maybe he does it again at lunch. Um, so much like the rest of us. Yeah. And and, and he knows that uh, probably Jerry Nadler's going to subpoena him, even though he doesn't want to publicly testify. And he said if he does, he's not going to talk about anything that's not in his report and that his report is his testimony. And it's a pretty darn good one. But, uh, you know, I think he's preparing for that. Probably. Do you personally think he should testify? Yes, I think anytime you can get somebody in front of a television camera, uh, you know, of course, this would be a private testimony and we would get the transcripts, which is kind of useless. But, uh, you know, maybe they're offering in private testimony. So maybe he, he answers questions that are outside the four walls of his report. But I think he needs to testify publicly. And so does McGahn. And so does Hope Hicks and Annie Donaldson. And I think Trump should have to testify publicly. I, I agree most vociferously that all of these criminals... I, well, not Robert Mueller. He's not a criminal, although Trump would say that he is. He he attacks him nonstop. On one second, he's attacking him. The next, he's praising the Mueller report. It's really confusing, A.G. Yeah, for something, uh, for, you know, for being a document that so, you know, he says exonerates him, he seems super obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I understand how Mr. Mueller is feeling. You know, he did his job. Can he go back to living his life now? He's got a lot of Netflix to catch up on. He really does. I don't think he's seen Chernobyl yet. I think he would enjoy it. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's kind of sad, though, that uh, when something really horrible happens, we need 30 years and an expertly crafted HBO documentary just for people to learn about it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and But did you hear now Russia is putting out their own version of Chernobyl that is, <laughs> that is yeah. the truth and blames the CIA? <laughs> that is ultimate victory for the creators of Chernobyl. That is just... <laughs> Hilarious. And that sounds like a joke, but it is not. <laughs> it is not a joke. They have to keep their populace indoctrinated with lies. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, HBO should just get started on the whole Trump Mueller docudrama miniseries. They should get started now. Yeah, they might already be. Who knows? I really feel like that's what it's going to take for people to learn the truth. Yeah, HBO, HBO leaks less than the Trump administration, so we might not even know about it. <laughs> yeah. We we need expertly crafted story visuals because reading is just, it's a thing of the past. Yeah, sadly, it's not popular anymore. Yeah. 
So, yeah, by getting back to this special day of prayer just to pray for Trump, why does Trump need thoughts and prayers? Is he the human equivalent of a school shooting? Yeah, I mean, I think you I think you're onto something there. Honestly, it's again, I think this is these folks are like this poor man is a, he's being harassed. It's presidential harassment because he's being investigated for crimes he committed. Uh, apparently that's harassment now. He's the human. He's the human equivalent of a school shooting. I like that. I, I think that uh, he's harassing the English language. <laughs> presidential harassment. How dare he? You know, and fake news came out to describe what the right wing was doing. And then he co-opted it and made it his own, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. I hate him. <laughs> so Republicans are praying that liberals will stop trying to uncover the truth. I, I've been getting a lot of these prayers and, and some of the prayers are, can they just stop now? <laughs> I even saw the other day, uh, Geraldo, he, he tweeted, I'll tell, say what, liberals, uh, we'll stop investigating how this investigation began and your quote-unquote crimes if you promise to stop investigating Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. What a stupid. deal. Yeah. So, so they're praying that liberals will stop trying to uncover the truth. Yeah, they don't want to know the truth, God. They really don't want to know the truth. And that's why they don't read the report, because then they can have, then they can have plausible deniability. So on their behalf, when will you give up trying to find out the truth? Well, um, I think, to be honest with you, because of the classified nature of a bunch of the counterintelligence stuff, there's going to be stuff that we're never going to be able to see. So I'll probably just be really interested in this and looking into it and digging into it until probably just forever, probably just for the rest of my time here. Right. That's the answer I was looking for. Uh, when will you give up trying to find out the truth? Never. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's discuss the words on everyone's lips these days. Fucking impeachment. Are the Democrats going to impeach Trump? Uh, we got some good news this morning. I'm not sure if you've heard, seen this news report yet, but Jerry Nadler is now for impeachment and he is trying to push Pelosi to get on board. And he wants to take all of the Trump investigations into the House Judiciary and uh, leave free up the other uh, committees to work on legislation. Right. Okay. So it seems like it might go forward. We know that the Republicans in the Senate have said that they will never vote to impeach Trump, no matter what, no matter what the evidence of the Mueller report is. I mean, what the fuck? Isn't that crazy to be able to just say you're not going to do anything? Like, what if they uncover that he, you know, had sex with underage women uh, and there's proof of that? Like, they'll be like, nope, not I don't know how you can preemptively say that you're never going to convict. Right. How, how come Republicans don't care that the president is a criminal that committed treason and potentially thousands of other crimes? Well, do you know how much money they're making? No, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty bad with money, AG. They're, they're making a lot of money, huh? How do they do that? Uh, super PACs. Ah, uh, super PACs. You don't have to report, you know, the it's all dark money. Uh, some Some's coming in through the NRA, the inaugural fund. We know that's under investigation now. They're making a lot of money. Uh, I know that Mitch McConnell himself took $7.35 million from Russian affiliated folks in the 2016 election. So they don't have any interest in finding out the truth either, because first of all, they need Russia to help them win the election. And second of all, they like their money. Right. So Mitch McConnell, he's in with Russia too then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
And, you know, I actually recently tried to put up a billboard in uh, Kentucky and where Mitch McConnell is from. And uh, it would just said Mitch McConnell resign. And every billboard company we went to denied us. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think that Russia was involved. <clears throat> I'm just going to blame this one <laughs> on Putin. Let me put up a fucking billboard. Damn. Yeah, I know. Right. And he's now he's building an aluminum plant in Kentucky. You know, with Oleg Deripaska, who he helped lift sanctions on. Right. And, and and now the Department of the Treasury is pressuring McConnell that they might investigate that unless he plays ball on something they want. Lots of corruption going on. I, so at this point, I'm going to have to do street art of something. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know. Wait, are you Banksy? I am not Banksy, but uh, Banksy, whoever they are, has done some good work. And yeah, maybe I could learn a few things from Banksy. Uh, street art is fun because, uh, you know, they can wash it away if they want to, but she can't stop it. Well, they'll arrest you for that, but not for obstruction of justice if you're the president. <laughs> right. And how come like, uh, all these people are being subpoenaed and they're just like, I'm not going to do it? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, the White House is providing coverage for them. They, you know, Trump hired 17 lawyers specifically to fight the Mueller report on the basis of executive privilege. So he's deemed he's deemed the entire Mueller report executive privilege, covered by executive privilege. So anybody who wants to testify about anything in it or any documents related to it, he's blocking that. And of course, they're going to be like, McGahn will be like, yeah, no, that's fine. If the White House says I'm not going, I'm not going. Because if I, if I, if I were a, a criminal and I did a bunch of criming, I would not want to testify to Congress either. <laughs> And I did a bunch of criming. That's good. I'm going to start using that. How many Republicans in Congress would you estimate have actually read the Mueller report? Uh, I'd guess probably in, in all of Congress, Senate and the House, less than 10. Less than 10 Republicans total, not 10%. Right. What about Americans at large? What would you say is the awareness of the American people? When it comes to the evidence of the Mueller report, which is just staggering. Well, less than 3% have read it, but we are up to 45% in a favor of impeachment. Wow. So somewhere between 3 and 45% of Americans understand what's going on. <laughs> oh. That's pretty uh, much par for the course, though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's say the Democrats are going to impeach Trump. But they know it won't go through. He won't actually be fully impeached because of the fucking Republicans in the Senate are totally corrupt. Do you think, at least for the purposes of televising the Mueller report and getting the information out in front of the public in an effective way, impeachment proceedings are the right move? Yes, that's why they are so important. As the public needs to know, the public's need to know is is huge on this. And even if we don't read the report or they don't read the report, just to just to get the testimony out there, we start the Mueller hearings June 10th. I'm calling them the Mueller hearings, where we're going to have some panels of experts and and former federal prosecutors come in and talk about how uh, the the president obstructed justice and discuss details of the Mueller report. Um, and you know, as soon as we just start educating everyone and televising it, we'll see that number go well above 50% in favor of impeachment. And then Trump might say, you know what, if I don't resign, I'm going to get arrested the minute I step out of the White House. Right. And I don't want that to happen because he has to stop obstructing justice starting January 1st of, of next year <laughs> in order to let the statute of limitations expire on his crimes. Uh, because then even if he were reelected, 
after he leaves office in 2024, the statute of limitations would still be there for his new crimes. Yeah. He, so he has till January 20th, 2020 uh, to, to stop criming. Ugh. I don't think he'll be able to stop criming. If there's one thing that Trump loves, it's criming. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're going criming. <laughs> so Republicans, I've noticed, have done nothing, nothing about increasing election security for 2020. In fact, they seem to invite further foreign interference. I mean, didn't Trump at one point, uh, this may have been a few years ago now, but I remember he suggested that Putin's Russia work with the USA on a joint cyber defense team. Yeah, with Israel. (laughs) So he asked, that's like getting robbed and then asking the criminal who robbed your house, would you like to help us set up defenses? It's like having a dingo watch your baby. <laughs> because they famously eat babies, <laughs> just like the atheists. Uh, I just yes. talked to one last time. He, he admitted to eating babies with teriyaki. How do you think I look so young? You do it too. Are you an atheist? Uh, no comment, God. No comment. No comment. Oh, smart, smart. You have the rest of your life to decide. <laughs> So the cyber defense team with Russia, how do we know Trump just didn't go ahead and do that? And they're actually working together to rig the next election. Because if there's one thing that Putin is good at, it's rigging his own elections. Yeah, yeah, we can't know. We, well, there's no way we can know uh, unless we, you know, get another special counsel. Well, I'm God, and I can tell you that's what they're fucking doing. <laughs> Be afraid, because as we discussed, if Trump does not win re-election in 2020, he will be prosecuted for obstruction of justice. Multiple, multiple counts. But if he stays in power, as you mentioned, the statute of limitations on his crimes will run out, and he could escape justice. He knows this. Unless he keeps criming, unless he keeps criming, because if you keep obstructing justice, then all of the old obstruction of justice charges, even though they're past the statute of limitation, can be rolled into it. So that's that's how we caught Manafort, Manafort, <laughs> on really old Manafort, <laughs> on really old tax crimes. <laughs> Manafort loved criming. He did. So Trump knows that he has to escape justice. So we could see a potential attempt to try and curb how much criming he does next year. Maybe. That's interesting. You agree that he would be more motivated than ever to cheat in 2020. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and that's going to happen. And there's no Republican that wants to stop it because it's really the only way they can win is to, is to cheat. And I think there's a poll out now. 54% of Americans think Trump will win again uh, in 2020, which makes and the Republicans are super happy about it. But I keep reminding them that 54% of Americans don't think he's going to win because he's rad. They think he's going to win because he's going to cheat. That's fucking sad. Yeah. That's really sad. I hope that people are motivated to at least vote because they might as well try. You know, it it happens in many countries where dictators take over. And, uh, well, I uh, the only way for me to bless America again is for you to get rid of this evil motherfucker. That's for sure. Well, we're going to do our best. Yeah, I'm putting it on you. But, I mean, what do you think that I, the Lord thy God, can do to help with the Trump situation, if anything? 
don't answer those prayers for Trump, I guess would be number one. Right, right. But you know what you're doing, what you're doing, you're, you know, your Twitter feed, you're a social in- influencer, you're doing the God show here, very important work, and you're just getting the truth out there. And I think that's all we can do. Uh, and all we can, you know, I think, and I, I don't mean to say it's all we can do, like it's not a lot. It's a lot what you do. So, you know, we appreciate it. Thanks, AG. You, you too. You know, a lot of people, they want me to strike him down with lightning and or give him a heart attack or other things like that. You know, I'm just not about that life anymore. That makes sense. Right, Gabriel? Yeah. I think what you should do is just get more people out to the polls like you were getting at earlier. People weren't motivated in 2016 and we need more people motivated in 2020. Right. You know, don't ask me to murder someone, okay? It's rude. Just get out there and vote. It's harmless. No one's going to be murdered. Uh, I'm not going to get a bad rep and have to send Jesus down to be crucified just to make myself look good again. Just just get out there and vote, Americans. And uh, vote while you still can, or, or while it still might mean something, because these evil bastards are don't care about democracy and so also thou shall not kill why why would they think you would do that come on yes thank you you're right i'll tell the humans to vote when they tell me to murder i'll say you go vote yeah (laughs) good plan so all right good stuff good discussion i i really learned a lot about this ag so I, i thank you so much for coming on the show do you have anything you'd like to promote while you're here yeah like i said uh check out our series on the Mueller report. We, we release them on our main feed, Mueller She Wrote, every Thursday night. Uh, we're on part three now. They run about an hour, a little over an hour each. And uh, we go page by page with you, footnote by footnote. And I think, uh, but you know, we keep it entertaining. It's a pretty dry document. So check that out. And then coming in July sometime, we're, we're starting a new daily news pod that's not Mueller focused. It's just the news with squares and it's called The Daily Beans. And so that'll be on our main feed as well. So best thing you could do is just head to Mueller She Wrote dot com or you know take your favorite podcast app player and and look for Mueller she wrote and subscribe helps us out because when you subscribe we get up in the ratings and we can beat Hannity I love doing that we do it every week mm. love that yeah well thanks for taking the time to talk to me today and and bless you for the good work that you do AG listen to the Mueller she wrote podcast to hear more of their divine reporting the Lord has spoken. <laughs> Become one of God's patron saints at patreon.com slash the God Show. You'll miss every other episode of The God Show unless you become a patron saint. 